The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Wow! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Those flowers were very beautiful. Uh, I, w- I would think your aim would be a lot better than that. <laughs> Never point your weapon at anything you don't intend to hit. No, so you intended to hit the people across the room? No, I intended to miss. And I did. Uh-huh. Good. Anyway, I've taken the liberty of ordering for us. Only the finest cooey wings from the freshest, recently slaughtered... No, 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 no. I know what they are, but if you say it, it makes it harder for me to pretend it's just chicken. That's fair. And only the second-best, third-shelf, house, green, fizzy wine stuff that says sunset on the label. (laughs) You just boil me. You didn't have to do all this, you know. Shut up. Yes, I did. Happy birthday. Thank you for this. It's nice. You said your friend was coming. I'm glad they're not here yet, so I get a little time with you beforehand. Yeah, I wonder what could be keeping Hebe. Oh, Hebe. Of course. Mm, you're right. I should have told you before. No, it's your birthday. You can invite any ex you like, Tithya. Hollis. It's fine. Really. I'm not bothered. Why should I be bothered? Well, you're obviously bothered. Of course I'm bothered. I set this time aside for us to spend together. I knew you were bringing someone, but I didn't know that someone was going to be the person who broke your heart. I didn't know it would be the person responsible for you being on a hit list and on the run for two years. So yes, I'm bothered. I'm terribly sorry that I'm just not totally fine with it. Okay, okay, I get it. But he had to be complicit to protect me. And if I can understand that, forgive him, and put it behind me, why can't you? (sighs) Happy birthday to the uh... My apologies for my tardiness. Uh, no, no problem, Hebe. Did you bring me flowers? Uh, oh, uh, well, yes. I stopped at a florist on the way to pick these up. I hope that they are to your liking. I had them on order for the past three weeks. I think they match your head tentacles perfectly. Thank you. They're beautiful. As are you. Jesus Christ. Oh, Alice, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. Sure, right. Your sensors just happened to miss me sitting here. My sensors seem to be operating at optimal efficiency. I'm sure Hebe didn't mean to ignore you. You're right. I'm sorry. My apologies, Alice. After supper, Tithia, I have made arrangements for you and I to celebrate your birthday together. Oh, uh, that's... It's really sweet, Hebe. Wait, wait. Just the two of you? Excuse me? Yes, of course. You have had ample opportunity to... What? You don't think I meant to spend the rest of the night celebrating with her? You do realize that we're together, right? As in, Tithia and I are a couple? No, actually. I I did not realize that there was a committed understanding between the two of you. Whoa, Pallas, hold on. What? So I take it that there is not, in fact, an agreed-upon, committed relationship between the two of you? Well, I thought there was. What? No, there is. Of course there is. We are together. I just... It's just that... uh... If that is not the case, then I see no reason why the plans that I've made should not go forward. I'm confused, Tithia. You haven't misread the situation. It's just changed. So you're saying we are in a committed relationship, but now things are different? No, that is not what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, 
Then please spell it out for me. I was really hoping to have us all sit down together and talk about this, maybe with like some wine, somewhere nice, you know, that we could all feel comfortable and safe. There is wine here. It seems nice, comfortable, and safe. Well, maybe, but, you know, I don't know, not on my birthday? But never mind. You're right, we're all here now, so why put it off? Let's sit and talk. Palace, you have been my rock and my sanity and my heart for two years. Okay, there is absolutely something there. Please don't make me say what it is. I am, I am not ready for that yet. Fair. I can deal with that. Okay, but I have, I have been putting a great deal of thought into this. Um, <clears throat> even before I left the Kingery two years ago, I can't deny that I still have feelings for Hebe. I mean, I, I can't imagine my life without both of you in it. I don't even know my own mind on this. Um, you know, what to do or where to go. But as far as tonight was supposed to go, I was just hoping that we could all just be together. Please, someone say something. Just how together are you talking here? I don't know. Nice dinner, moonlit walk, catch a vid. I hadn't exactly planned it out. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't just three buds hanging out. I suppose not, no. It does sound rather like you were hoping for a three-person date. Maybe I was. Maybe not consciously, but I guess so. <sighs> Look, I'm not above considering the idea of sharing you for certain things, but it's not something you can just decide for both of us. Least of all when it's with someone I don't trust. I would have to agree that if such an arrangement is what you desire, those you wish to involve should first be consulted. Much less an AI you had nightmares about for two fucking years. My actions were necessary to protect not only Tithia, but hundreds of thousands of other lives. Why don't you talk to the hundreds of thousands of people infected before you lifted a finger to help anyone besides yourself? Oh my god, please stop! Tithia, I'm sorry. You're my best girl. You're my only girl, and that is just the way I am. I care and feel more for you than anyone I've ever known in my life. But this is too much for me right now. I gotta get some air. Call me later, okay? Happy birthday. Palace! Is this true? That you feel for the both of us? Yes. I don't believe I can accommodate such things. I wasn't programmed for it. Hebe... Sentience means not being bound by program parameters, right? But I'm bound by who I am. And I'm not sure that sharing you is part of that. I'm sorry. Maybe I... As you can see, the new Maison de Aranier has been completely rebuilt and refurbished. We have dedicated ourselves to the idea of luxury and refinement as our minimum standard. As a small taste, we think you might enjoy a walk through the casino. Step into my parlor. Jesus! Impressive, no? Hmm, très chic. Mademoiselle Bussot, I have just a few questions. Bien sûr, of course. The casino seems very full. 
If the official opening isn't for another three days, why is this place so crowded? Ah, yes. We wanted to be sure that the quality of the Spider's Den Casino met with our new standards. We had sent out a few invitations to some very select clientele. Who would have known that word of mouth would travel so quickly? Is this a beta test, then? No, no. This is a soft opening preview. Beta test sounds so cold and impersonal. Don't you agree? Lord knows we wouldn't want to seem to be cold and impersonal. Hmm. Last question for now. And, and please forgive the personal tone. How do you intend to distance yourself from your mother's previous apparent connections to organized crime and the devastation her actions caused to this sector in the past? We are delighted that you have asked that question. It's understood that my family name has brought nothing but shame and pain to this sector for decades. It is my hope that through determination, class, and style, that I can eventually show that I am not my fucking mother. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Here, have some free credits to the casino. Have fun! We'll see you in three days' time for the what? official I grand just opening. I follow-up on that last date. I'm sorry, not possible. Mademoiselle Guizon is very busy. Goodbye! What was that all about? Pertinent questions. Ah, uh, I refuse to answer any more. We have Mr. Gibb waiting in my office with our guest. We shouldn't keep him waiting. Are you sure you're all right? I said I'm fine. We find ourselves sans therapist today. So, what sort of mischief do you think we should get into? We could rob a bank. Hardly. You have no sense of adventure. I have plenty of adventure in my day-to-day -day job, thank you. I have an idea. Why don't Zeph and I go over here and talk support stuff? And you two go to the VIP lounge and discuss patient stuff. Divide and conquer, Asa? Nope. Sometimes we all need to rub the feet of the people wearing the same shoes. I could have done without the mental image, but I think I've got it. Sounds good. Okay, I'm game. This is a rough session today, huh? You know, Duncan, <laughs> I think these things would go a lot easier if I could remember anything from the past 30 years. I hear ya. Anything other than the group serves the one. Ugh. Yeah, anything other than that. I mean, I didn't lose as much time as you did. A couple years, but... I think I'd give anything just to remember at least bits or pieces of my relationship with Zeph. Whatever there was of it, anyway. I mean... Because I'm sure... It's not how much was lost, but what was lost. You know, Asa? Oh, believe me, Zeph, I understand. Good times you can't talk about. Bad times you can't scream about. You have this whole other life with someone that they don't even know about. It seems like it'll drive you crazy. Exactly. I can't 
recreate the time that we thought we lost his key card in the couch and just about dismantled the thing trying to find it, only to find that it was in his back pocket the whole time. I can't rediscover what his favorite coffee is to serve him in bed in the morning. I can't call a redo on the time I made him laugh so hard he fell out of his chair and broke his nose. <laughs> you have one hell of an odd idea of romance. I will never know what our first date was like. I'll never know if I liked the smell of his cologne or if he even wore any the first time I met him. There are a whole list of firsts that I can't ever know that I have to make new, but, well, they'll be old for him. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a little bit exciting? I, I don't follow. Well, you both get to have a whole new list of firsts. Most relationships seem to go stale. That raw, passionate, excited heat tempers off and goes away because there seems to be nothing left to find. We get to find that all over again. Hell, you don't even know if you found it in the first place. Do you know if you ever were dating? He says we went on dates and that we were flirting with each other for years. Uh-huh. And what do you think now? Oh, I think I like him a lot. A whole lot. So... Isn't it great to have the opportunity to start fresh? Well, you still got feelings for Dokken, right? I suppose. I know I have feelings for the Dokken that I used to know. But that guy cheated on me and betrayed me. But this one didn't. The rare position that we find ourselves in is that we know we like what we see and the possibilities that come with them. We know them. We don't know them. I mean, what if we found out that all the things we thought they liked before, they don't? What if we remembered wrong? What if their taste changed? What if there's something new that changed when the spores died? Or what if the nostalgia hits us so hard that we're even happier than we ever were before? We can't just lock ourselves out of this because we're afraid to start over. So what do you suggest? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to buy a lady a drink. Now, you might want to consider doing something a bit more bold and uh, Zeph-like. Hey, soldier. I'd like to try something. Just an experiment. Hmm, kinky. I'm listening. What would you say if I told you I would like to find out if those tattoos go all the way up those legs? <laughs> I'd say I think I've heard that before. Good. I have the opportunity to think of something more subtle. Or different. Uh, let's try different. Wanna take a walk? Oh. Um... <laughs> that is different. See you later, Samantha. Later. Hello there, darling. Well, hello there, stranger. Can I buy you a drink? That'd be 
awfully kind if you did. And maybe make some new memories? Hmm. Maybe. Gib, you remember Michael Hooks? A little. Nice to see you again, Hooks. Nice to see you again, too, Gib. This place looks like a fucking refrigerator. Uh, Mr. Arlo. So nice to see you again. Do I know you? I don't expect you would remember me. No. My name is... <laughs> I don't suppose that matters right now. Would you rather I call you Mr. Arkell? That is who I was a really long time ago. Or so I'm told. There are questions that need answers. And I suspect you have those answers. He's not likely to remember much. He was under the influence of that blob spore thing for a long time. The hypothesis is only that he has what I want in his mind. Somewhere. We are prepared to dig. If one wants treasure, one often has to mine for it. Wouldn't you agree, Michael? What do you mean by mine? The thought was that I was going to have to enhance Mr. Arkell. But he has been so kind as to have already had brain implants installed. And thanks to your wonderful upgrades... It's possible to bypass his safeguard system and just look through his conscious thoughts. But the subconscious, now that takes a bit more drilling. Stop! Please! What are you Stop. doing? You said you wanted to just ask him questions. With the help of a weapon that he and his friends so generously put in my head. I can Stop. force out his thoughts. Please. I just have to open my mind and let them flow in. You said no torture. Did I? The group serves the one. The group serves the one. This the is something Emily would one. do. Stop it. Shut up. We had a deal. Do not interfere. This is not enough. Fucking stop. Please. Damn. He's useless for now. Hey. Hey, buddy. You okay? Uh, where, where is Sylvia? Uh, are the kids okay? Oh, shit. I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know. I thought she just... Shit! Step away from him. He needs help! There's further use for him once he recovers. He will be looked after. You're going to torture him more. I'm not leaving him behind. And... I'm not staying to help you anymore. Attempt to leave this room with him, and we will kill everyone in this room without hesitation. You can't keep doing this. You can't keep using people like they're nothing. We had a deal. Both of you be quiet. Mr. Gibb, if you no longer desire to help, you are more than free to leave. Your payment awaits you at the front desk. Fuck your money and fuck you. I'm done. You will not get away with this. I hardly think that you are in a position to assure that outcome. <laughs> uh, uh.
Doors. Am I right? Shut up, Jace. What? You have been on this kick for days where if you can't think of anything clever to say, you just state the obvious and then add, am I right? It's a classic. It's annoying. We got the impossible every door open, so all we have to do now is fix the subflooring in the sex basement. This is just a straightforward fix-up-the-whorehouse job. Right. Nobody wants a fucked-up whorehouse. So, shenanigans. Am I, I swear to Gorlock, if you end that sentence with am I rad, I will bury my hammer so far in the top of your red, I'll pull out your balls when I take it out. So, what you're saying is... Knock it the fuck off. Gotcha. Corey, you feeling okay? No, Jace, I am not. All of this deep, dark basement stuff is giving me the willies. And then you mix it with the low light and broken down spank me daddy sex gear. You can't tell me you don't want to make you run in the other direction. It's a job. We face worse and worse things every day. I mean, literally, worse and worse lately. Would you feel better if I go hit the lights and we could see what we're actually dealing with here? It might. Sure, you big baby. I'll leave a diaper here for you, too. Eat an entire box of dicks. Things are scary out here. That guy they picked up the other day? They say whatever that masked nutbag did to him left him with no eyes. No eyes, Jace. They ripped the fucker's eyes out of his head and replaced it with these cyberorb things. He says he can see sound. I, I, I don't want to see sound, Jace. Nobody is going to ask you to see sound. And, and where the hell do you hear any of that? I've got a mate at the precinct what cleans up floors and replaces light bulbs. He says the mask had no face, just a screen. And that he runs around with these insane people who've been doing weird shit all over the fucking place. You need to calm down. Jesus. You're letting rumors run you ragged. We have enough work all over the resort to drive us crazy. I guess you're right. Yeah, you have to admit that shit is unnerving. How's it going with those lights? Stop pissing your panties. I'm getting to it. Well, shit. What? It's not just the subflooring. It looks like the far wall is cracked, and it leads out to a tunnel or cavern. We're gonna need to repair it all. How big is the tunnel? It's like a hallway. You could fit a few people through it. Great! That's more expense and supplies. We'll figure it out somehow. Send over the float pallet. Looks like there's some stuff got shifted into the tunnel. I'll send over the work light too. Sure. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Hey, Corey. What? How beat up is everything over there? I mean, all the equipment. Fixable, but I wouldn't use it until then. Why? Uh-huh. And you're comfortable with that, right? Like, you could stay there and not freak out. You, you, could, you could just call the police and be happy all day. Jace, what did you find in the cavern? Now, don't panic. I could have found a pristine medical fantasy setup just 
sitting there in the dark, minding its own business. But you didn't, didn't you? I would have, if it weren't for this jar. Fuck me! What the fuck is that? So, that guy's eyes. Am I right? The Kingery, Season 11, Episode 5. We had a deal, am I right? Featuring the voice talents of Catherine Pride as Tithia, Alexandra Jameson as Pallas, Jason R. Wallace as Hebe, Renee Christine Jones as AI Socks, Harry Whittle as Hooks, Lisa Michaud as The Reporter, Kim Giannopoulos as Doc Briggs, Andrew Hackley as Dokken, Russell Gold as Zeph, Edward Herman as Asa, Sean Trail as Gib, Justin Fife as Papa Arkell, Brady Hendricks as Jace, and Kirsty Wolven as Corey. Sensitivity Reader Christine Chester. Written by Renee Christine Jones. Story by Tilly Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Pete Mylan, Catherine Pride, and Perry Whittle. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. On hold for you, Suave Standpipe, Jazz Brunch, Neon Laser Horizon, Ether Vox, Darkest Child, and Long Note One. By Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. Directed by Dave Morgan. Assistant Director Bruce Busby. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2021 Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Susan Bridges, Tilly Bridges, McCullough Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2021 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.